Thursdays are one of my favorite days, but also like the most stressful day possible. Yeah, it's the busiest day of the week for Just, sure. Yeah, literally for us, me- media in general, I feel like Thursdays, a lot of TV shows do double tapings. Mm-hmm. We do double recordings, triple yep. recordings. Um, there's just a lot of admin work to make sure the Friday's free and clear. Yes. Except we still work weekends too. So yeah, like it's a different it's, kind of work not. though. Um, Producer Trace here Hello. for the podcast intro for the first time. Yeah. Jordan is in, I don't know, somewhere in... He's under a blanket. Yeah. Last, last we checked. <laughs> Literally, he had to put himself <laughs> under a blanket because the room he was in was... He said his Airbnb was barren. And I'm okay. like, you can't find like a pillow? I put it around your microphone. If, if you don't do that, you get echoes everywhere. Anyway, uh, Trace and I here. Weekend plans, T? Uh, I'm working all weekend. Yeah, welcome yep. to the club. Yep. I'm working in Milwaukee. No, That's yeah. Hey, you time. get to travel at least. I'm, I'm local I don't know still. if I would call it Milwaukee travel. It's uh, enough. I'm currently based in Chicago right now, so that's a good hour and 10 minute train ride. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're taking the train. We'll oh, see. even better. Yeah. I have to work on the train, though, too. Oh, I, I was going to say, you can, you can drink on the I train. I get no but... break at 8 in the morning. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what time. Okay. It's the weekend. Uh, let's get into it. The uh, Just the Breaks portion of your XYZ podcast, November 2nd, 2023. This is a change of pace. XYZ with Eric Zachary. Usually I'm the one on the road having to remote into the studio, but Jordan is currently trapped. Where are you? Do you even know? I'm in the Midwest somewhere right now. Uh, I would be able to tell you, but I also have wrapped a blanket around myself for acoustics because I'm a professional. So you're just you're recording your side of the show under a blanket, like a under a blanket. 1990s. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, and it's getting hot. Oh my gosh, almost Friday. Can you tell? Uh, Jordan <laughs> is uh, remoting in, but Trace will be joining me in the studio shortly. With Jordan, can you breathe? Not really. Okay. Um, let's wrap this up. Get some air. Mean Girls, they're back. I'm such a good mom. I'm impressed. And I'm Karen. We know. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Seyfried, Lacey Chabert, Daniel Franzesi, and Rajiv Surendra came together nine years later after filming the iconic Mean Girls to film Walmart's new campaign supporting the brand's holiday deals. And if you know those names but not the characters' names, that's obviously Katie Heron, Karen Smith, Gretchen Wieners, Kevin Napore, and Damien returning to North Shore High School where a new crew of It Girls rule the halls. And it touches on everything from Karen's weather reports to the Jingle Bell Rock performance all in all, a very well done and nostalgic commercial. Fans, however, not happy that Rachel McAdams, better known as Regina George, did not make an appearance. They're saying, wow, she couldn't even pick up the phone, but Missy Elliott did. Yeah, Missy Elliott makes a cameo as the sex ed teacher. I'll put a clip of the video on XYZ content on Instagram if you want to check it out. That was your 60 second ENT entertainment report, all brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. New Dua Lipa, to which I tell Jordan, calm down. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. Please, yes. please. I uh, love her. We don't know much. We know it's called Houdini. She put it on her socials yesterday. We know it's coming out next Thursday. The cover art is her licking herself in a mirror. I, I don't know how to describe it any other way. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll calm down. Okay. <laughs> There's a chains emoji, assuming uh, she's making a reference to the famed escapist and musician, Harry Houdini. Uh, but it's coming out on a Thursday, which I kind of love. Exactly. Like everybody and their mother makes music now. No shade to musicians, but there's just so much all in one day. Like yeah. spread the wealth. Do it on a Thursday. I like Wednesday releases oh, too. But any other day. A week from today, Dua Lipa's Houdini will be ours. XYZ Throwback brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Can you figure out what the number one song was on this day? Beginning of November 
of 2019. Hmm. All right. So okay. I actually, I haven't learned or heard any of these songs yet. Jordan sent them over. Okay. Um, so I can kind of play, but I'm going to play more meaty area. I'm just going to kind of give hints to both you. Producer Trace Ooh, playing for hello. you at home or mom of mom's hot take playing Hi. for you at home. Yeah, she's you want to win with me. You, <laughs> she's so confident. She came to win. I came to win. Uh, right. What songs do you think came out in 2019, mom? Mm. Name one. Great start. Okay, here we go. Three options. Okay. Option A. Ariana Grande. Ooh. Positions. I, I, you could have played this for me and I, I would have not even known. Nope. Sounds like a kaleidoscope. This could have came out anytime from 2013 to 2020. <laughs> I would have been yeah. like, that sounds right. Uh, option B. Someone to love, somebody to love. I can't. That one makes me cry. And then option C. We're in five. Yeah, yeah. All these songs came out in 2019? I don't know. I don't know any of the information because Jordan didn't even tell us the year at first. Yeah, he's working remote. So you've got Ariana Grande positions. You've got Louis Capaldi, someone to love. And then uh, map or not maps? Maroon Five. I, I always Maroon think five. it's Maroon Five maps. <laughs> Maroon Five girls like you. What do you think? Number one song beginning in November 2019. Lewis. Mom. See, I was oh. gonna go with Lewis as well, you but now I, no, 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 no. I'm gonna. I gotta pick a. <laughs> I have to pick a different one. I'm gonna go with Maroon Five then. Maroon Five. Oh, I don't think see, it was Girls Like You. I I really don't think so. I think they came if out. If it's before. Ariana, I'm gonna be real upset. I think, I think it, it might is. be. I think it's Ariana. I need somebody. Oh, see, and I was gonna somebody go with it, and you stole that from yes. me. Yes. Uh, Jordan did send some information about this. He said uh, this song was on the charts. For 24 weeks. Wow. Before it hit number one. 24 weeks. This is a wow. long time before it hit number song. one. Yeah, Louis Capaldi. Shout out to him. In a recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, hang with me here. Okay. okay. <laughs> About the Kardashians. Uh, Kim Kardashian said that Northwest, the daughter that she shares with Kanye West, much prefers hanging out with her dad and living with him because she doesn't like the nanny or Manny that she has, the chef, the security, all of that. He simply lives in an apartment. And it's, it's like very modest, right? Yeah, according to, to her. But like, what's modest? I don't think it's my apartment. <laughs> I think it's well, still a Kanye apartment. To what she said, it was like, oh, it's a stripped down apartment now i don't know what stripped down is the thing that got me was that north apparently was crying like why can't you live like this and the <laughs> the illusions of grandeur to be able to cry because your house is too big oh exactly no. mom why can't you be poor I'll put her in the dorm that i lived in in college then we'll see how, if she still wants an apartment fair what's she know about ramen noodles and hot plates it is time for Under the Covers, where we feature up-and-coming artists doing unique takes on songs you definitely already know. It's going to be me made famous by NSYNC. More so Justin Timberlake because of the It's Gonna Be May meme. The artist's name is Kevin Garrett, and he's doing an awesome kind of lounge cover of the song. It's a little lo-fi, a little slowed down, but I think you're going to really enjoy it. Check this out. sounds like you hear this in like a TV series. Like Outer Banks, maybe. Pretty Little Liars, something like that. Like I said, you walk into a nice club. 
in the booth. This song's kind of playing low in the background. Awesome. I love the vibe. Full version on Spotify. Kevin Garrett is his name. Your XYZ under the covers feature of the nights. All brought to you by Hair Volume from New Nordic. It's not uncommon for singers and songwriters to get sued for their work, especially when it becomes super popular. It is uncommon to get sued for the same song multiple times by the same person. <laughs> Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. You're probably already seeing it everywhere too early. But, Way too early. Uh, this guy, Vance. Vince Vance. Vince Vance. Yes. Is, is suing her, claiming that he wrote a song also titled All I Want for Christmas is You mm-hmm. before her, a year yes. before. Yeah. Yeah, he recorded it in 1989, but it didn't become popular until 1993, one year before Mariah released her version it. of okay. All I Want for Christmas. Yeah, And he lost this case last year. Yes, but now, now he's got a new attorney. He's got a new attorney and her co-writer on the song, Mariah's co-writer, yeah. says that Mariah's been changing the, the story, story of how it. she wrote the song. Well, because he was originally, he wrote half of it, and then she's been like slowly stripping away credit from him, yep, too. Basically saying, oh, I wrote this when I was a kid on my Casio keyboard. All they want for Christmas is money. That's it. Me too, man. Get in line. All right. I'm not going to sue someone for it. More About Nothing brought to you by Hair Volume by New Nordic. A a quick trip down educational lane. I'm really not selling this when I say stuff like that, (laughs) am I? Don't worry. I got you. Yeah. uh, Snapple facts, fun facts, things that we didn't know that uh, should be common knowledge, but they're just not because maybe they were lost in time. And today, that is the history of lobster. Jordan, take it away. Okay. So we're taking it back to the American colonial era. Lobster back then was literal garbage meat. They used to serve this. It was bottom of the barrel to uh, indentured servants, prisoners, poor families that couldn't afford anything else. Why? So because there was such an abundance of it, it was essentially like the rats of the beach. Like lobster was just, there was so much of it. They had it all the time and nobody liked it because it wasn't all that appealing. Like I said, they they thought it was garbage because it was just the easiest thing to catch. To put all that in perspective, a can or a pound of uh, Boston baked beans went for 53 cents. A pound of lobster went for 11 cents. That's how much people did not care. uh, A Kentucky politician, John Rowan, once said, quote, lobster shells about the house are looked upon as signs of poverty and degradation. I'm guessing trash cans also weren't uh, invented yet because people would eat lobster shells and then just leave the shells everywhere. A group of indentured servants in Massachusetts during the 19th century once sued their owners for feeding them too much lobster, and they won the lawsuit, saying they could only be fed lobster at most three times a week. Bro, if lobsters were 11 cents, I would be eating lobster seven days a week. I would turn into a crustacean (laughs) if that were the case. Uh, That's a great name for you on the radio. This is producer crustacean, by the way. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) never that. But wait, okay, hang on. I have have some follow-up questions. I assume it wasn't being served like how it is now. No, no. So this is what happened at the end of the 19th century when the railroad explosion took place. Everybody was traveling across America and they needed food that they could have a lot of and that would not necessarily last a while but at least made it the duration of the trip. So then lobsters served a purpose and it was super cheap and they, like I said, they had it all the time so they knew they were never going to run out of it but as being on train cars and and using railroads primarily became a sign of status and wealth, that's what boosted up lobster becoming such a a wealthy delicacy. It wasn't being served with, with Butter and caviar no. and champagne. 
No, not at all. That wasn't until people, you know, movie stars were taking the trains, you know, uh, business magnates were taking trains, oil people were doing all that stuff. That's when, you know, the butter and the seasoning, you know, all that came out, just Lobster Tails exclusively. When I think of rich people and rich movie stars in the 50s, butter, man, that's, oh, yeah. that's what no, no, comes no, not, to mind. Not, not just butter, melted butter. Marilyn melted butter Monroe. No, they, it was actually sticky fingers for all that butter. She was uh, just... <laughs> diving into uh, as we go off the rails we always do xyz with eric zachary <laughs> more about nothing brought to you by hair volume by new nordic thanks jordan i just want to preface this which i didn't think i would have to ever that like if you're a performer yeah. you don't deserve anyone to throw anything on stage towards you but you right. also certainly shouldn't be throwing your underwear into the crowd which is Whoa. what lil kim did at the one music festival in atlanta she suffered what they're calling a wardrobe malfunction she apparently was wearing her thong outside of her tights uh, and they were slipping down so rather than pull them back up because that's too obvious she just took them off and said how about this whipped and them into the them? crowd yeah now in the moment probably felt cool if yeah. I got hit by anyone's panties no shade to Lil Kim anyone threw their panties and hit me in the face immediately I'd be like I would be freaking out. Twitter going crazy, going, someone just immediately got gonorrhea to the face. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, man, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, uh, just don't do it. Seems like a weird choice. X, Y, Z. On Thursdays, we throw it back a little bit. You know, we played X, Y, Z throwback earlier, but we also like to just throw a song out there to be your anthem for the night. And Jordan being our music director and playlister on the show, what is today's XYZ throwback? Now, I'm on the road, yeah. and for acoustics, I've been under a blanket in the car the entire time, and I am sweating doing my job. I, I'm sure some people sweat at their jobs. I typically don't at mine. Yeah. Today's throwback of the week is Nelly, hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Let me be the first to tell you, Jordan, thank you for being brave. And, thank you. And holding us down. I do what I can. Under the blanket. If you were to win the lottery and you have the option of the monthly payments for the rest of your life for one singular but ultimately less balloon payment, what are you taking, Jordan? I think I'm taking the one-time payment. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it comes down to the numbers, but I, just, yeah. I don't know. I just don't I don't trust any government agency of any kind, including right. the lottery, exactly. which are state-ran, to pay me for the rest of my life. Life. And putting well, that aside, like uh, the balloon payment, you could you could invest. You can do something with that. But I guess this woman, 39-year-old Shayla Coughlin in Michigan, uh, just won the Lucky for Life lottery, and she went with the 25k a year. So as opposed to how much for a single? 390,000. No, get out. Of here. If it was like a hundred, yeah. that would be a little different. But she, for so sure. she's betting that. Okay, even if you do the quick math, she lives for another 40 years on average, yep. 80, right? Yep. I, I, that's a huge risk because yeah. anything could happen between now and then 40 years right where you could get oh, just under four hundred thousand dollars right now and figure out a way to take half of that live your best life and then the other half and invest it or Let's buy something go. with it exactly oh, get yeah. out of here sorry shayla wrong choice <laughs> <laughs> And ending it on what will you do with a lottery that will never win? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Trace, we didn't get your input on that one. We recorded that before you got to the studio. So yeah, I think I agree with you. It depends on like what the payment is. But I just I don't really see a world where I would take the monthly payment unless it was a substantial. Or not monthly, yearly payments. Oh, me. yearly. Okay, yeah. I thought it was monthly. No, if My it was bad. monthly, if twenty five grand a month, that'd be different. That would no, twenty five grand a year. Which I'm not saying that's not. Like I wouldn't call it life changing. I would call it. Um, stabilizing yes 
you would very comfortably, you know, know that you have an extra 25k a year, which is great. Mm-hmm. Over the course of 40 years, it's a million dollars, which is more than the 400,000 payment, but I think just 400 in cash right now, taxes taken out already. Tax taken out so I can use it for whatever. That's the balloon payment. After everything oh, is, is okay. 390. Um yeah, probably the yeah, I could I I trust myself to split it up yeah. on my own terms as opposed to, you know, getting that check. It, it depends on the kind of person you are. I think your financial education it's, and I'm yeah. not saying you have to have formal education. It's just how are you with money? Yeah. Um, I think I would allot myself 100K. I put another 100K in like some sort of a Roth IRA or mm-hmm. I don't know, smart word Grow people it. stuff. Yep. Yes. Um, and then invest it or buy property with the rest. Yeah. Because like, that works. and then win another lottery. How hard could it be? You yeah, did it right. once. Exactly. Uh, there Let's you go. Your almost Friday <laughs> podcast on XYZ. We'll see you tomorrow.